one friend said, I felt like I crested a huge hill late in my 20s and I was on this roller coaster just rushing forward at warp speed. I couldn't stop it or even slow it down. I just had to hold on. Do you know that feeling? Life is just coming at you and you are reacting. Friends, this is Morgan Snyder and welcome back to the Ransom Heart Podcast. If you were with us last week, we took some time, John and I, to host a conversation with some really good allies, some very dear men and valiant warriors in the kingdom that are alumni of many of our events, including the Become Good Soil Intensive. We wanted to give you a background in the story behind that mission and that event and allow some of the guys to tell their story of how God is using it. We're at a time in Ransom Heart where we are accepting applications for the next Become Good Soil Intensive. It's an event we've offered now for a decade, and we will be doing our 11th event, and it will happen in May of 2019, but we are accepting applications now, and the deadline for that will be October 12th of this year, and it's a very extensive application process. We wanted to put word out to all of our allies at Ransom Heart. One, if you or someone you love is a fit for the event, it targets Wild at Heart Boot Camp alumni. That's a prerequisite for the event. But the content of Become Good Soil is something that is deeply relevant to all men who want to go deep in their own story and deep in the life of the kingdom. So last week we went into that interview and this week we've pulled a very small piece of content from the first of 10 sessions that we do as part of the Become Good Soil Intensive. Mike Mason writes in uh, The Mystery of Marriage that a 30-year-old man is like a densely populated city. Nothing new can be built in his heart without something else being torn down. I think as we go into this content, uh, Mike's words really resonate with some of the dilemma and some of the opportunity that are available for the heart of a man through what God is doing in the Become Good Soil message. And so I wanna take you into a small piece of the first session of the intensive. They were meant to be pieces of our masculine journey that we went through from boyhood to manhood, from our late teens into our 20s. It was meant to be a rite of passage, of initiation, of moving from the false man to the true. And most of us are here because we didn't have many of those treasures, but the brilliance of this decade is it forces your hand. And so you're brought to a a decision point of what will you do with a life that's no longer working? Because here's the deal, guys, is our life matters to other people. And it's always mattered to other people, but there's something very sober about this decade because your decisions have consequences. Decisions you make are now behind you that you can't undo. And what do you do when you get to this precipice, this, this crossroads? See, most men uh, begin to arrange for a a life they can manage. They settle for a happy little life, one that gives us false promise of security 
comfort and requires that I never change. I just stay the same. And that's why when you see an old person and an elderly, the saddest thing I've ever heard said of a person is they're just set in their ways. It's a person that's settled for a smaller story. And we'll get into more of it tomorrow, but something starts to pop at this time. And, and here's what surfaces. of. The, I would name, name these three kind of expressions of it. It takes on a very personal flavor, but for each of us, these are very universal that we start to make a name for ourselves. That thing that we do or the thing that we're not doing that we ought to be doing or we should doing or we used to do or we might do one day, we start forming that. And we start going after a little bit of money. And we try to get something going. We try to get something going. And what I want to say to your soul is that's all rooted in something very good. It's the imago day. It's the image of God in us. Okay, it's right out of Genesis 1. When Father creates us in his image as men, he creates us. And then he says, be fruitful. He blesses them. It means he wills what is good for them. And he says, go and fill the earth. Subdue it. Rule over it, over the fish, over the birds, over the air, over every living creature. And he declares that that's good. It's our desire reveals something about our design. And our design reveals something about God's intention. That desire is the imago Dei in you. It's the image of God, okay? Um, John wrote about in Waking the Dead about this idea of ruling and this fierce mastery. He said, it's like a foreman who runs a ranch or a skipper runs a ship. Better still, it's like a king who rules a kingdom. He appoints us to govern over a domain. Hebrew scholar Robert Alter has looked long and hard at this passage, mining it for its riches, and the best he can come for this term rule is a fierce mastery. Isn't it beautiful to watch a man with a fierce mastery over something? Over, over a realm, over a kingdom. We all have a kingdom. I hope that you're coming to learn that. It may be new. It may be something um, very deep in your worldview, but I want to welcome you to go deeper wherever you are to understanding each of us has a kingdom. Dallas Willard says, it's where we have say. So it's where my will is done, okay? When you can say, so be it, and it's done. It's, it begins with your body and your choices. You chose to come up here, chose to engage in the application process. You chose what you were going to eat for dinner. We all rule over a kingdom, okay? And um, it's part of our kingdom um, um, assignment that's preparing us to rule for all of eternity, and the intention of God is to ever expand it. So Sunday... Uh, we're driving home from a lacrosse tournament. And my, so my son's 12, he turns 13 on Monday. And I was not in a good place. Physical pain in my back, a lot going on. Problems in the world reveal problems in our soul. My soul was not well. And Sherry and Joshua start talking and Joshua mentions his Instagram account. And I was like, almost, my head almost turned 360. I'm like, Instagram? Like, I don't know, we don't do those sorts of things. I don't have Instagram, I don't have Facebook. We don't have many devices. You know, we don't have any, our kids are young, turning 
what I'm exposing is I'm starting to have teenagers and I'm not ready for it, okay? I don't know how to do this. And so I have teenagers and no one told me they would grow up, okay? And so Joshua says, I have an Instagram account. And I'm like, what? And so I did not handle it well. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I launch into this thing of, do you realize anything you put on there? And, and Sherry and I make all shared decisions on these sort of things. So I was pissed at her. And so I'm parenting out of anger at this Instagram thing. I said, you realize everything you ever put up there ever will be read by your future in-laws and your future people you work with and your friends and your girlfriend. Your... And he looks at me like, dude, like what, what happened? So I apologized and we dealt with all that. And Sherry and I realized we just need to close it and figure out, God, what the hell do we do with Instagram? That's new to us. Here's the point is I could feel Joshua's kingdom expanding. I, I was not, I'm not ready for him to have a kingdom beyond my domain. He's ready. He's on time. I'm not. But I could see before my eyes um, a level of leverage that technology is going to give my son. And up to this point in my life, I've never had a child with that much reach of his kingdom. And it's all frontier for me. And it's, it's intended. I just wasn't ready. I did not handle it well. You have a kingdom. You're meant to rule. And those desires are from God. But something's gone terribly wrong in the universe. Something's gone terribly wrong. And this weekend, it's not... Shame and fear want to come into that seat. But this weekend, we want to take a different path to restore the image of God and excavate with a curiosity, with a posture of apprenticeship and sonship to say... What's going on there? What's with your kingdom? Dallas has a quote that really is the centerpiece of this particular mission. And Dallas says, the primary work of God is finding men in whom he can entrust his power to rule, fierce mastery. And the story of most men is being entrusted with his power and it bringing harm to themselves and those under their care. God is looking through all the ends of the earth to find men in whom he can entrust his power. And the story of most men in government, most men in your church, most men in your kids' schools, is they were entrusted with power and it's bringing harm to those themselves and those under their care. And the stories are everywhere. Volkswagen, of all things, you know, an international company, they wanted to be the biggest car manufacturer in the world. They had one mission, will be the biggest. And it comes out that they're faking their emissions. But man, I just have to quote this. It's unbelievable. It's more than faking. It's more than, ah, we did something wrong. They call it the diesel dupe, 11 million cars. And it was a defeat device, sophisticated equipment that they implanted in Volkswagens, Bart's, and lots of other people. <laughs> and um, and it. It, what it did was allow the engine to uh, emit pollutants up to 40 times the legal limit. So their deal is, we don't care about the environment. We care about people. We care about being the biggest, right? And so 40 times the legal limit. And of course, they got caught. All stories will be told one day. Um, I mean, these are some big public stories. Lance Armstrong was a personal one that hurt me. And I did a lot of biking back in the day and, and, and still bike a good bit. And but man, this was like a hero. And you know, he, he survived testicular cancer. They gave him a 50-50 chance of living. And I really felt like it was God's 
like reaching to rescue this man because he's a good man, um, but just so broken. And he didn't take the bait and he didn't take the journey of personal transformation. So he goes from a 50-50 lease on life to lying to his own kids. 80 million people literally put their hope in the Armstrong Foundation that just were deflated when the truth came out. Man, this question of how's your kingdom? It's the question for tonight. How's your kingdom? I want to suggest this weekend that the desire is good. These core desires that look something like pursuing a kingdom, building a little kingdom, making a little money, making a name for yourself, getting something going. It's all very rooted in holiness. It's very rooted in the Imago Dei. It's rooted in your kingdom provision and intention and identity. But there's another way. There's a different path. I want to suggest that God, uh, Jesus always offers a third way. He's not dichotomous. It's always this third way. And um, I want this weekend to be one where we wrestle with lots of questions. My hope is that you may receive some answers to a few, but I hope for everyone you receive... You, uh, many more generated, okay? This is a weekend of questions. And it's an invitation to a process, to a journey of exploring this idea of what if there were another way? What if this heart in you could actually be tended to this day, in this decade, and you could take a path to become whole and true, to become integrous, integrity in your body. And the scriptures say wisdom gives life to your body. To literally become knitted together in wholeness and union with God, to dismantle the false, to restore the true man, to become the kind of person that God can entrust with his kingdom. Friends, I'm curious of what is stirred in your heart as you sit in this content. I'm curious where you go, what desires surface, what struggles surface, and what hopes perhaps uh, surface even deeper than the challenge. We've been wanting to spend the last two weeks giving you a taste of the content and the experience that God is offering through the Become Good Soil message and intensive event. As I mentioned earlier, this is our 10th year and this will be our 11th event. We've offered a few in Australia and um, most of them in Colorado. The next event will be in May of 2019 at Spring Canyon in Colorado. And we are accepting applications now. Uh, It's an extensive application process and the deadline for that is October 12th. And you can find everything you need to apply at becomegoodsoil.com. I would encourage you to pray about it and consider it for Water Heart Bootcamp alumni out there. If something has stirred in you and you are a man in our fellowship, I would encourage you to apply. And if you haven't been to bootcamp, I would deeply encourage you to do that as a first step and consider an intensive for future years. 
And if you're a man or a woman out there and something in this content is moving in your heart for your own heart or for the men in your lives, we have real particular blogs and podcasts and other resources that target um, this particular message within the body of content at Ransom Heart. And you can find all of that at becomegoodsoil.com. Jeremiah 6, 16 says, Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient path. Ask where the good way is and walk in it, and you will find rest for your souls. It's our hope that the Become Good Soil mission and message would do that work that would recover more of the gospel in this generation. Chesterton says that every generation loses the gospel and every generation is charged with its recovery. And it's our deep hope that our mission would help to recover the gospel, that would help people find the ancient road, the good way, and walk in it and find rest for their souls. So Father, today I turn my heart once again to you on behalf of my friends near and afar, my friends around the globe that are fighting the good fight, that are running the race, and that are keeping the faith. Jesus, your scriptures say that even when we lack faith, you remain faithful. Even when we lack faith or without faith, you remain faithful, that you never change, that you are always the same. And so we turn our heart to your heart on this day, and we ask that you would meet us, meet us in our need, meet us in our desire, meet us in our dreams. We ask that you would cultivate your acquaintance with us in a deeper measure. Jesus, I pray that the treasures you've entrusted to our care that we have brought through the Become Good Soil mission and message, that the right hearts would find those resources and that you would align this upcoming intensive retreat for the particular men that you have for this mission and for others that would be blessed by the content that they would find the Become Good Soil box collection or the podcasts and the blogs and the other resources. And God, for all our allies out there near and afar, we ask that you would strengthen them through these resources and every resource we offer, through every podcast, through every book, through every event, through every connection with like-hearted men and women around the globe, that your spirit would breathe life into this community, into this fellowship, into this tribe, that your spirit would go to the ends of the earth and refresh our saints in weary places. You would strengthen in weak places. You would renew vision, renew hope. God, that your prevailing goodness would come and refresh your people. Friends, this is Morgan Snyder. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Ransom Heart Podcast. We look forward to connecting with you next week. 